Yeah, thank you for tuning in. It's more than a podcast. Inexhaustible episodes, God's vast. Glorify Him as we broadcast the Lord's grace and God's wrath. More serious than a bomb blast. Full disclosure inside the title. No surprises, simply put, guys with Bibles. Yeah. Just some regular reborn reformed cats If it's in the Bible then they're gonna speak on that Cause the scripture is the final word okay. Competing ideas quite absurd Of this you can be quite assured <laughs> yeah. We were lost in the darkness of night immersed in sin But then the, the light, light emerged. emerged It was the Son of God, divine Christ that shines light The word in Genesis that assigned life in hindsight And was revealed through the prophets and apostles We magnify and expound on the power of the gospel Yeah, yeah Greetings, dear listeners, and welcome to Guys with Bibles. I'm Lee. And I'm Sean. And tonight we're doing another segment episode. And I think maybe we might start with some of the hot topics, the hottest topic of for the moment, and then move on to more more timeless content. So, Sean, how are oh, you? Oh, you mean you you mean the uh, the hostess uh, shortage? Yeah, yeah. You're talking the about? ding the ding dong okay. and uh, um, cupcake shortage. Twinkies. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, Twinkies, they'll only last on the shelf for so long, so really, you could consider them uh, perishable. They only last like 12 years. <laughs> there's, a, there's a science experiment uh, that a university is doing, and it started like 40 or 45 years ago, and they opened a Twinkie, and they put it into a glass case. Hmm. Like, unsealed, it's just a glass case with a glass lid, and it's been sitting in there for 45 years. And it's obviously looks a little old and the sponge cake is a little crumbly, but it's basically held its shape. Wow. It's, 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 it's kind of concerning, but I love Twinkies. They're good. They're really good. <laughs> I remember when they, uh, when the, the Twinkie was like going to be gone forever. They weren't going to make them anymore. Yeah. People were selling them on eBay, like a box for like $300. People were buying them. Yeah. It's like what now people they're are doing, doing with, with toilet paper. To- I was say it's exactly what they're doing with toilet paper right now. <laughs> Mercy. And why are they doing it with toilet paper, Lee? Of all things, um, well, there's we have a new neighbor. It's called COVID nineteen. <laughs> yeah. And uh, here in our native Ohio, um, as of today, um, the the governor has uh restricted all gatherings of 50 people or more and yeah. uh not not exactly a quarantine but a what i think what they call a social distancing program so our ch- yeah. our church didn't meet on sunday and um i think probably i don't know i don't want to speak for the elders or not but if things continue to go this way it's very possible we may not meet again uh this this coming lord's day yeah, I would say if it uh at this point I would say uh if they if if we miss if they canceled worship last week, I would say they're going to cancel it again. I would say so. Because it's only got, it's only gotten worse um right. So um Do you think it's real, Sean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I um, do too. It's real. Um from um I'm a I can't remember if I've talked about this or not on here before, but I'm a I'm a science guy. I I love biology and uh Yeah, you do. 
and uh, I have a degree in biotechnology, and I don't actually use it, but um, um, it's it's interesting. I, I actually got a uh, one of my textbooks out. I kept all my textbooks. Uh, I went to the chapter on viruses, mm-hmm. and there's there's different different viruses, and you're a medical guy, Lee. You right. understand this yeah. stuff, and uh, there's there's different viruses, and the the group of viruses known as coronaviruses, mm-hmm. uh, which they get that name from if you if you have ever seen a picture of the sun. Mm-hmm. You you have these. I've these not seen it with my naked eye, but I've seen pictures. Right, not for lack like of if trying. you look through like a filtered picture through a telescope or, or a solar telescope, don't ever stare at the sun, Lee. <laughs> That's going to be the the disclaimer on this episode. It'll have nothing to do with the virus. It'll just say don't stare at the sun. And and do please, please don't ever point a normal telescope at the sun and try to look at it. Yeah. It your eyeballs will burn out instantly. <laughs> You need a solar filter and you or a solar telescope. Um, Coronado makes a great one. I'm also an astronomy nerd. Cool. Um, but they it has this nice what's known as the corona, which is the the flowy stuff on the outside, the the fiery, a crown, gaseous, essentially. Yes, that's what and uh, means. the the coronavirus is a protein particle. Yep. And it has all these strange little appendages that stick out from that protein particle, and it looks similar. So that's where the name came yeah, from. Kind of spiky that, looking, looks looks kind of like a crown. Yeah, and uh, that group of viruses is most commonly known for causing the common cold, which everybody suffers from every year. Yep, but. It's also responsible for SARS. Mm-hmm. Um, um, there's different ones. MERS and too. M E R S. That was from a yeah, few years MERS. ago. Um, and this, which is like Middle Eastern, Middle Eastern Respiratory s- something. Syndrome, I, I think, remember. or something. Syndrome, like yeah. So, although a lot of people are, you know, chalking this up to conspiracy and. You know, oh, it's just a cold, don't worry about it. Well, it does come from the family of viruses that cause the common cold, which basically everybody can fight off unless you're immune deficient. Mm -hmm. Um, This is a little different. It's a different virus. It's it's new to us. Um, This happens from time to time. They were calling it the novel coronavirus simply because it's a new one that they hadn't experienced before that scientists hadn't studied or or even come into contact with up to up to yeah what was it back in i think back in january when it was first uh discovered mm-hmm. globally yep yep um and it's it's definitely scary um well speaking personally i i have both my parents uh they only live about 15 minutes away from me so i'm able to go over there and check on them from time to time but but my mom has she's had a heart attack um she so she has heart disease and she also only has one functioning kidney other than that she's in perfectly good health Hmm. um she gets around fine she's 
she's able to do everything on her own, but she does have those two health issues. And my dad has had two heart attacks, um, spaced 20 years apart. And he just recently, probably six to seven months ago, had a triple bypass. So he obviously has heart issues. And this virus can do a number on people that have kidney and heart issues. So it's, it's worrisome for me. And I, I told them that I'm sorry, my dog is attacking my cat yet again. <laughs> so I, I, you know, I told them, you know what, don't even go out of the house. If you, if you don't have to, if you need something from the grocery store or whatever, call me. I, live close by when i get off work i can run by the grocery store and and get your stuff you know no no big deal and and they appreciated it they're very independent and they don't like people helping them of course because they're old and stubborn but (laughs) comes with the territory but um (laughs) but you know um you know for the most part if if you just practice common sense and uh you know, well, don't and, sneeze in other people's mouths. Right. And, and part of the scariest the scariest aspect I think of this of this virus is not just the fact that it's so um, it has such a disproportionate effect on the elderly population, which is who I work with primarily, uh, or folks who are immunocompromised in any sort of way, but it's the fact that folks can spread the virus um, before they even show symptoms. And in fact, right, it takes it's actually extremely contagious prior to showing symptoms. Right. It takes up to anywhere from like two days to 14 days to actually show symptoms. Mm -hmm. And you're a carrier before, you know, before you show symptoms. And it's it's incredibly scary um, for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I am not so concerned for myself or even my children. My my kids are five and seven and. And kids, they probably kids in that age bracket they, have had next to no issue with this, other than spreading yeah, it. Yeah, right. So, I mean, they're little germ bags anyway. That's their job. So, <laughs> uh, so, but um, I'm not so concerned about myself and people, but for everyone else, right. you know, uh, I, I'm not so concerned about myself. It's... It's, and even as you know, a germaphobe, the, I'm I'm the same way. You know, especially working with who I'm working with. Uh, right. I, the last thing I want to do is drag something in that could get a resident sick and and possibly die. Um, that's right. the last thing any of us want to do. And I think that's why our government, uh, from the local level even up to the federal level, have been trying to implement these social distancing uh, programs, simply because we've got a if you keep people apart for a certain amount of time, you halt the spread, which is, is pragmatic. Right. And I'm sure very annoying. I think people in California and New York are really experiencing some true annoyance at this and interruptions of business and things like that. But, um, I wanted to talk about it at least just from a, a Christian perspective. And I'm actually working on a blog on this as well. But, um, I think as Christians, you know, people who have hope, beyond the life that we're living now people who are um eagerly awaiting uh eternity and are sure of our salvation uh we shouldn't be panicking like those who have no hope right you know uh 
illnesses and plagues um, have been a, a rule in human life uh, for as long as humans have been around. Um, mm-hmm. We've been fortunate to have had uh, a period of time where we haven't had uh, an immense plague, really since the uh, the Spanish flu um, that kind of wrecked Europe there in the in the beginning of the 20th century. But um, Christians shouldn't be the ones panicking. Uh, we should be probably we should be the most level-headed because we're the ones that actually have hope and this is a good opportunity for us to actually show that hope instead of running to the uh, grocery store and uh, knocking down old ladies so we can buy out the entire toilet paper aisle we should be yeah. we should be the ones showing restraint being respectful to others and adorning the gospel in a time of of some panic absolutely um and what were you saying about the grocery store? I needed some basic groceries. I, I'm not a doomsday prepper. Um, frankly, that's only going to get you so far. You know what I mean? Doesn't matter how much you have stored up; it's only going to get you so far. Um, right. It, it's a, it's okay to be prepared, and I did buy a, a few extra things just in case. You know, they would have a actual national or statewide quarantine where you aren't supposed to leave your property. Um, I'm going to abide by the governing officials and follow the laws. And Just the like Romans 13 tells place. us to. I'm glad you mentioned that. Right. Um, and Even if we disagree with them, and I know there are a lot of people absolutely, that disagree with Absolutely, which I on. almost always disagree with the government. <laughs> but yeah, we're, being we're a couple the good libertarian hard, I am. Yeah, we're kind of hardened libertarians. <laughs> but there is a shortage of meat and I'm sure that everybody is having this problem. It's not just me. Um, it's not just in Ohio. It's, it's all over the place. And, uh, I just need I was a guy that needed some hamburger for me and my kids. You know, I always have hamburger on hand for quick meals. Um, and, uh, they had, just these big three pound packs of hamburger. I was at Kroger. If anybody knows where Kroger is in in Ohio, it's popular elsewhere. It's not, but, um, there was only probably six to eight packs of that hamburger. And I have none at this point. I needed some. And there was a lady with two little kids standing behind me. I have my kids with me and everything in me told me to take at least three. And I, I couldn't, you know, she's waiting to get a pack of hamburger. There could be other people waiting to get a pack of hamburger. I can be, I can be prudent with my, my food. And so I only took a pack. Um, I'm not going to be one of those people that, take all the baby wipes Mm -hmm. because there's no toilet paper and then people that have babies have no way of cleaning their babies up right Right. i'm not going to be that person and uh if i have to drag myself around in the front yard (laughs) i will i'm not going to take away from babies that's this is ridiculous well we're still called to love our neighbors too and that's one way we can do that yes and so I, I only took a pack and, uh, 
I went back the next day. Um, I've gone three days in a row now because I just can't find what I'm looking for and keep hoping that they stock the right things. So I finally got everything, but I went back the next day and they had some more packs. So I grabbed another pack, just one more. Um, so, you know, there, there's ways around that. You don't have to take everything all at once. Um, now, if you have a big family or, you know, people see people at the store with like 10 gallons of milk, uh, they, you know, don't jump to conclusions and be like, that person's terrible, you know. They, they might be buying for several people all at once. They just happen to be at the store, you know what I mean? Um, but, you know, just... We have to love our neighbor. We have to, as you said, we, Christians of all people should be the most level-headed during these situations. And uh, it, it gives us, the Lord has put this here to help us remember to solely rely on him. Not all the groceries packed in our fridge and our freezer and... Yes, right. Alone, it, it's it's... It's God alone that we need to be relying on. So, yep, right. Um, and and at the same time, do the basic precautions that we should that we should do. Wash your hands well. Don't touch your face. Don't touch your mouth or your eyes. These kinds of things to to stay healthy. And this is true even just in the regular flu season. These are basic tips uh, for hygiene and infection control that anybody should really should be doing any time. Um, but this has been a good opportunity to practice those for a lot of people. So, um, I don't know. I just wanted to encourage people. Don't panic. Don't, don't freak out like people who have no hope, but at the same time, do what's practical, follow the law, even if you disagree with it, because the only time that Christians should be violating the law is if the law, uh, makes us sin. Um, there's nothing sinful about these new rules that are, state governments are bringing down at the encouragement of the CDC and the federal level. Um, we've got to do what's right. We need to watch out for our, um, our friends and family who are um, immunocompromised or aged or in some way not able to take care of themselves during this time. Um, yeah. We need to step up to the plate and, and care for those people too. That's what the gospel yeah. is too. And I watched a press conference with our governor, Mike DeWine, um, and I'm not a huge fan as his, but uh, right. or his predecessor. At the same time, I feel that he is handling this situation about as well as anybody could. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a it's something unprecedented. You know, we've right. never really seen anything like this before. Not in our times. And he uh, was talking about uh, in Ohio ye- as of yesterday at 9 p.m. So March, what was that? 15th, 9 p.m. Yeah. Uh, all restaurants and bars were to be closed indefinitely until further notice, except for carryout and drive-throughs. Mm-hmm. So, and a lot of people were upset by that because he is, of course, displacing these servers and cooks, and it, you know they're not going to need as much staff on hand, right? If they're only doing carryout and whatnot, and uh. He made it very clear, and you could tell by the tone of his voice, and I'm not a trustful person of politicians by any means, 
but you could tell by the tone of his voice that it really bothered him that he had to do this. Um, this is not something that he's happy to do. Um, and the state is actually, the state of Ohio is going to up like beyond uh, what I expected them to do to help these people that are being displaced right now from this, this virus crisis. And uh, I couldn't actually be happier with how he's handling it, to be honest. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Like, just like you, I'm not usually one to, you know, agree with politicians and fall in with, with uh, anything uh, political or things like that. I'm usually a skeptic on things like that. But um, this has to be bigger than politics. Uh, a health crisis Absolutely. is a health crisis, regardless of who may, yeah. quote unquote, benefit from it um, at this point. Uh, we just need to, the state needs to do what it needs to do to encourage people to, to get healthy and stay healthy, keep as many people out of the ER as possible so we don't tax our uh, health care systems and yeah. and stay well and get, get past this thing. And that's what yeah. I'm praying for. And I think that's, uh, this whole thing's been at the top of my prayer list since January. Um because there's a lot of people and who you know, are really affected by it around the world. Maybe not so much here at this point, and I hope it doesn't yeah. spread the way yeah, it has it, in Italy. But um, Italy has been hit. It, Italy has been devastated yeah. by this. Uh, it, it's awful. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, they need they need a lot of help. So and I, I'm glad that America has taken this this stand um, and are putting these precautions in early mm -hmm. where in the, there's even travel bans to um, obviously right. to Asia and to Europe yeah. um, where most the, which is how, Asia, how the, this being spread the in the first place. Yeah. And in these travel bans, it's, it's finally stopped people from coming in, carrying it. So now we just have to deal with, who has it here now and how to keep people separated until it blows over and it will blow over mm -hmm. and it's going to be okay. And everybody just needs to keep a level head and, and trust God about for it. heaven's sakes. Yeah. We've trusted yes. him for a lot smaller things than this. He can, he can, and this is a good time to remind now. yourselves of, uh, his, his, uh, his faithful love to us through his covenants and the perseverance of the saints. Yep. So, yep. This this is a great time to remind ourselves of that. It's a good so. time for that, for sure. All right, great. Well, then I would just, I guess, my final thing is just encourage everybody to to pray hard about what's going on, not only in in our country but across the world. Um, do the practical steps. Listen to your leaders, whether you agree with them or not, and uh, look out for your friends and family in your community. Be kind to your neighbor. Love your neighbor as yourself, whether that means giving them some of the toilet paper that's in your stockpile or, or bringing them food or things like that. Do what's, do what's right. Do, it, do what Christ has called us to do. Right. Good times and bad times. So. All right, well, do we want to talk about a psalm for a few minutes? Yeah, sure. So uh, we picked Psalm 70 this time, and I, I was partial to it. Uh, mainly because of uh, verse 1 and then verses 4 and 5, because I think uh, these words have been helpful to me during uh, all these times of, of uh, uh, turmoil and 
panic across the country. Um, so, uh, Sean, would you like to read Psalm 70? Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. A call for deliverance for the choir director of David to bring remembrance. God, hurry to rescue me. Lord, hurry to help me. Let those who seek to kill me be disgraced and confounded. Let those who wish me harm be turned back and humiliated. Let those who say, Aha! Aha! Retreat because of their shame. Let all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. Let those who love your salvation continually say, God is great. I am oppressed and needy. Hurry to me, God. You are my help and my deliverer. Lord, do not delay. This here ends the reading. Very nice. <laughs> I think these are uh, these are really poignant words, really for any point. And David's mainly talking here in his time about about people that were um, dragging him down and trying to find fault with him. Uh, and like he, where he goes, those who say "aha, aha." Uh, basically saying either an, an I told you so or just being accusatory. Yeah, um, yeah or I got you. Yeah, yeah. ha ha, gotcha, kind of a thing. Uh, but I think these these words are a, a good reminder of God's salvation and the focus of our life, even if we're being assaulted by um, people being accusatory toward us or some sort of external threat um like we're experiencing across the world with this uh covid19 virus i think we all need to come back and say um let those who seek yahweh rejoice and be glad in him and say let god be magnified yeah and come to our help absolutely and we were talking about this before but uh verse one is a very popular verse um throughout all of scripture um, and as I talked about, uh, in the daily offices of different Christian traditions where you have ordered prayer in the morning and evening, Psalm 70 verse one is usually the opening to those orders of prayer. Uh, so that as soon as I hear that, like it, a little bell goes off in my head. Uh, and then, uh, I also wanted to touch on verse five. Uh, especially nowadays, uh, you have, well, verse five says, I am oppressed and needy. Hurry to me, God, you are my help and my deliverer. Lord, do not delay. So you can see verses two and three. He explains why he is oppressed and needy. And instead of putting the blame on God, instead of saying, why me? Why is this happening to me? Why are you doing this to me, God? He he is putting all his hope and trust in God, even though he's experiencing what he's experiencing. And, and I think and that's, I mean, if you read Habakkuk, if you read Job, if you read Lamentations, especially chapter three of Lamentations, you get you get that same feel and this is a theme throughout the especially the well all of scripture but in the old testament that is that is one of the main themes and just no matter what you're going through you never should falter in putting your all your hope and trust 
in Yahweh. Exactly. That's what faith is all about. Yep. Because we're not depending on our circumstances around us to gauge how we feel about the world and uh, whether we're at ease or or uneasy. You know that that's constant. Um, the anchor is there. Yeah. Yeah. The the good times in your life are not ever going to remain good times, and the bad times in your life, no matter how bad, are never going to remain that way forever. It's it's constantly in flux. And uh, the only constant you have is the love of God and his salvation for you as you put your faith in Christ. So, In a vaguely um, Piperian way, uh, would say that we have joy in God's sovereignty over all, yeah. those, all the things that might uh, oppress us in our life. And you know, I'm, I'm not against Piper. Um, I mean, like he. I, I actually... Like he. I. I enjoy Piper's preaching, especially, yeah. and uh, I'm not such a big fan of his books. I think he's hard to read for a pretty modern author. Yeah, he's hard to read. Um, but he's like the modern, like, John Owen to me. Like, <laughs> long, like long I'll, sentences. <laughs> yeah, like, I'll read, like, a paragraph of Owen or Piper and just fall asleep. <laughs> like... And it's not because they're bad. They're extremely intelligent. Owen was... So intelligent. Ridiculously smart, and Piper is extremely intelligent. It's just their writing style. I can't do it. But... And we don't think Owen is is intelligent only because his theology is really helpful. His covenant theology is really helpful to a Baptist covenant theology. Right. That's part of it, but that's not the whole whole reason we love Owen. No. I will say right now that John Wesley ridiculously smart man and and passionate i love to read john wesley actually i enjoy john wesley uh i don't agree with everything he says but i read a lot of presbyterians and i don't agree with everything they say either you know what i mean (laughs) right so right or or jc ryle i love jc ryle but i'm not an anglican so I don't agree with everything he says, but for the most part, these guys are solid. You know what I mean? They are. They are solid. And I think uh, with as much, um, with as many kinds of paganism as there are in the world, some old forms and some kind of fresh forms, um, the church needs to uh, unite around the main things. Yeah, we may have our squabbles over some interpretations and some... Uh, theological things, but uh, the world needs the right. gospel, and the whole the whole church Absolutely. the whole church needs to be visible and and present and on message uh, with the gospel. Yeah, and it's it's funny because well we have we have at least one really good, well yeah one really good friend of the show that is a Lutheran, yep. Chad Bird, and. Uh, we don't agree, and we I are... I hope he knows we consider him a friend. <laughs> yes. And me and Chad text every now and then, you know, short little conversations. He's a very busy man, so I don't bother Super him. Busy. But he is so intelligent, and he's so smart, and he loves Christ, and he loves the gospel, and he's very godly. And you should and listen to his new podcast that he and... Yes, it's very good. Hidden Streams. I think I said it incorrectly at one point great show and we love the psalms anyway so it's psalms and it's music and it's 
Yeah. Study, it's good. And, and it's short, too. I've learned so much from that man about the Old Testament by listening to 40 Minutes of the Old Testament, another podcast he does, that I don't... I'm not going to sit and worship with him, no, because we have some theological differences sure. that... But that doesn't mean he's not a brother in Christ, you know what I mean? Right. It's like, like Wesleyans. Right. I'm not going to sit and worship with them because they do have some major theological differences mm-hmm. with us, but they are brothers and sisters in Christ. They, they put the their kingdom. faith in... No, they are yeah. saved. Arminians are saved. I don't hate Arminians. Right. It's just... We disagree you know, on some on some doctrinal issues that are core enough for us to not be uh, in the same sanctuaries. That's it. And there's some... There's some super smart, like, Catholic apologists mm-hmm. that have some really good points, mm-hmm. and they're, I can sit there and, as a Reformed Baptist, actually believe, or not believe, but have, have uh, agree with them on certain, certain issues. Um, Just not, but not obviously the core I'm ones, not, I'm, unfortunately. No, um, there's there, there certain things that we do agree with Catholics on. And uh, a lot of Trinity. people are gonna the Trinity, um, the uh, um, the deity, sanctity of, of life, the sanctity of life. Yeah, there, the fact that you know women should not lead worship. Right. There, there's, there's, there's several. There's many. Uh, they're they're minor things. Uh doctrinally but there's several things that we can agree with even with catholics and uh it's we i hate to sound i shouldn't say this maybe i shouldn't i don't know it can be cut if you want it to we sometimes it gets really annoying to me when all we focus is focus on are well he's an arminian mm-hmm. and then and then and then i'm not even going to listen to him right right and it shouldn't be that way. You you need to respect the person enough to listen to points, and, uh, and if you don't agree with them, so be it. Whatever you you know, right. but and take what's good. But as long as somebody can support themselves with scripture and know the scripture, even if it's wrong to me, mm-hmm. I'll respect that opinion. You know what I mean? Right. Right. It's like I don't believe. In infant baptism, but when a solid Presbyterian gives their case for in- infant baptism, I'm going to respect that mm-hmm. because they're they're throwing scripture at me left and right. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm still not going to believe it, but the only people I don't listen to are people that want to throw me out of the kingdom based on a difference of opinion on a second or third tier uh, opinion uh, right. of doctrine, um, or just for the fact that if you. If they ask if you're a cow, I never come out and I'm not, I'm never like, well, I'm a Calvinist. So, <laughs> you know, I, I don't ever do that. But if, if they that's like, cause you've left the blatantly stage. ask, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I used to like walk around with like a picket sign saying I'm a Calvinist, <laughs> but <laughs> you, you ran around with that, with that, a uh, covenanter, uh, pennant where you're just waving yes. down for Christ King and covenant. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it would but, be pretty. It would be pretty awesome to do that. Actually, <laughs> the Covenanters would hate us, though. Oh yeah, uh, they would hate but, us as Baptists. But still, 
but it's it's um if someone blatantly asked me you know are are you a calvinist i'm not going to lie to them i'm going to be like well yeah you know right and but i'm not one and of as those. soon as they hear that they turn they tune out like they don't care what you say it's wrong yeah. Um, I can't stand that, and I don't do that to other people that I don't agree with, and I expect that I get the same respect back. That doesn't always happen, of course, <laughs> but, you know. Well, we can be disrespected, and as long as we um, are doing, as long as we're engaging with people in a way that honors Christ, that's that's all we can do. We're, we, don't, we don't have to give an account for how people react to us. We just have to give an account for how we've... Uh, reacted with others or interacted with people so i want to i want to adorn the gospel in all my interactions if i possibly can and if i don't then i'm going to repent because i'm not perfect right and and i i have to do that sometimes yeah and as in sometimes i mean every day (laughs) yeah you're not sanctified not a hundred percent nope not till i'm six feet under and the people who think they're a hundred percent are less sanctified than you are that's a fact. <laughs> I am a wretched, wretched man. Yep. That's how you get better. But the the thing is, I know I'm a wretched man, and I can't stand the fact that I'm a wretched man. Yeah. So, well, uh, you want to? Here's here's one thing uh, you can do to uh, overcome some of your wretchedness. You want me to tell you what it is? What's Let that? these good people know where they can find us. Oh. <laughs> Sprung it on you. You can (laughs) you can go to our website guyswithbibles.com and check out our blog and our podcast feed there. You can also go over to iTunes or Google Play or basically wherever you listen to podcasts and uh, find us. Just search Guys with Bibles and subscribe. And if you can, leave a five star review because we're really good at what we do. And no, not really. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, and then you can also um, what else is there? You can email or wait, hold on. Cut this out. Sure. OK, social media. You can uh, jump over to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can uh, just search guys with Bibles. You can find us, uh, follow us, join the Facebook group. And then you can also email us directly at guyswbibles at gmail.com. And lastly, we are part of the Bar Network of Podcasts, so please uh, check out all the other podcasts that are in the network. The network's growing, and it's very exciting. So please check out all the new shows, all the shows that are part of the network. It's great. Awesome. Oh, and one other note. Um update on the together for the gospel conference we thanks to uh, a lot of awesome generosity uh we were able to purchase tickets to go to together for the gospel and then as soon as we bought them uh all this covid19 stuff started happening and the the conference is very much up in the air so if it gets canceled i pray that we are able to get a refund uh um because we would feel terrible if we Went that far, got the tickets and everything, and then ended up not being able to go if it got canceled and not rescheduled. So we'll just have to see how that happens. So please pray for the organizers of Together for the Gospel. Pray that we're able to go and everybody will be healthy 
and if we're not able to go, that they will reschedule and not simply cancel so that we can make good on the investment that you guys made in us. Um, because we're really excited to go and really hoping we still can. Um, all right. Well, um, we love you guys. We're so glad that you're listening and we pray that for everybody who's listening right now, um, at any time, whether it's after COVID-19 has, has gone through and is no longer the issue that it is at the time that we're recording this, pray that you guys are all safe and healthy, um, and that you're, uh, representing Christ um, in an excellent way, and that your friends and neighbors, both believing and unbelieving, see Christ in you and uh, get a good sense of the gospel, and that uh, no matter what's going on, that we're continuing to call people to repent and believe and have hope in Christ. Any, Amen. Anything left that you want to say, Sean? Any final parting words? Uh, wash your hands, you sinners. <laughs> Yes, yeah. Vigorous hand washing and repentance should be something we do every day. <laughs> Honestly, it's I shouldn't make jokes about it. It's a very serious situation, but but you have to make light of stuff. Yeah. So, um this is life. Uh, I am I am not making fun of this virus. It's a very serious thing. I just I'm trying to lighten the mood a little bit. One more reason here, so. we, we pray, come Lord Jesus. We'll have fun while we're here, but we're definitely looking forward to the new Jerusalem. In oh, so many yes. ways. So. All right, well, thanks everyone for listening. This is Guys with Bibles, and we're out.